Hey, Alex here, and you're listening to another episode of the Market Adventures podcast. We're still in that Coop play, ticker symbol C-O-U-P. That's Coupa Technologies. Uh, we're still in that trade because it's still winning. However, I did open a few more positions this past week while we bleed this one dry. I'll reveal those in the outro. I also started a Discord so we can begin to talk more as a community. The Discord link is in the description. Now, the question is, for this podcast episode, which is better, technical analysis or fundamental analysis? Well, that depends on who you are and what your goal is. But for most of us, I'd say a good 90% of us, technical analysis is better than fundamental analysis. Now, why is that? Most of us can't understand balance sheets. That's just it. But there are people out there who can. MBAs, people who went to business school, have degrees in finance and economics. Like Those people are hired by the big firms. Those are the guys that are out there working and doing this fundamental analysis as a job. Therefore, we use technical analysis in an attempt to identify what the market is pricing in for the value of company XYZ. Or in layman's terms, we use technical analysis to try to find out what those guys who are using fundamental analysis think, right? And we do that by following what they do with their money. Our technical analysis is showing the flow of of money, essentially, right? Price action, where people are buying, where people are selling, right? We can make inferences or assumptions based on what we see on our chart. Those guys who are working at big firms are helping those firms decide where to put their money, right? So by watching money, we are in, in effect, right, following what those guys who are studying fundamental analysis are doing, right? So we, right, as traders and um, investors on the retail side, we are going to learn fundamental analysis. We need to learn fundamental analysis. It has a great, great, great deal of importance, However, it does have one major flaw. It doesn't take into account the investors trading the stock like you and me, right? Fundamental analysis can't see price action. In fact, a lot of price action from the uh, institutional side is done on fundamental analysis, but that fundamental analysis cannot, uh, I guess there's no inverse, I guess, right? So, Technical analysis can help track fundamental analysis, but fundamental analysis does not track technical analysis, right? I don't want you to get caught up too much in this, right? Because I'm really, I'm reaching here. I'm definitely reaching. I'm stretching it a little bit, right? Um, but let, let's, let's look at it this way, right? Fundamental analysis is looking at balance sheets, numbers, data sets that have to do with the intrinsic value of the company, right? What's the company doing? What's it producing? What's the cost of exposure? What's the cost of production? All those things. But it cannot track the people who are actually trading the stock, right? It can't track emotion and conviction. Technical analysis can, right? And this was made clear in 2021. Stocks with horrific balance sheets and horrific fundamentals were increasing in value exponentially because of emotion and conviction of market participants, right? So as a trader, this ability to track emotion and conviction is very valuable, right? As an investor, even in a 5 to 10-year range, it is incredibly valuable to understand where people's convictions lie. 
Now, what about those people, again, buying for the long term, those that five to ten years? Well, if they're not looking to trade it, should they use fundamental analysis or technical analysis? And the answer is, again, I believe fundamental analysis has its place. But even in this case, you can use technical analysis, right? You can go ahead and look at fundamentals and try to track the trajectory of the company for the next five to ten years, right? Where do we think the earnings are going to be? Where do we think its profits are going to be, its EPS? We can sit there and try to track that for the next five to ten years. Or we can let the pros do that and use basic support and resistance, right, trend lines, whatever you want to use on the company you're looking at and determine where the conviction lies in the price charts, right? Because the people who are buying the stock, right, the people who are moving prices are not you and me. It's the big firms. And the big firms hire the MBAs or the people with the business degrees. The people with the business degrees are doing fundamental analysis. So when we buy stocks that have good value, like Coca-Cola, Starbucks, um, ExxonMobil, like companies that have been around for decades and are going to continue to be around, when we buy those companies, we're looking at them from a from a holistic point of view, right? How useful are they? Do we see them going away in a long period of time? Walmart's not going anywhere for a long time. Then the next part of it is, instead of digging deeper into Walmart's fundamentals, right? Walmart's balance sheet, its earnings last quarter. What we can do now is we can instead go to the chart and find out where Walmart is cheap and where Walmart is expensive, right? Because where it's cheap is where those big firms are coming in and buying. Where it's expensive is when those big firms are selling, right? So we can essentially determine value just looking at the chart. So if Walmart is cheap relative to where it's been in the past, then we know that this great company is at a discount. We could look at the balance sheets to, to try to determine if it's at a discount and then do the overall evaluation of the company. But we are not MBAs. We did not go to school for finance. We did not go to school for business. And even if you did, if you're not working at Morgan Stanley or JP Morgan, you're still levels off of the fundamental capabilities of those analysts there, right? They're the professional analysts. Let them do their job. Your job is simply to is to interpret what they're doing with their monies, looking at their uh, report and determining for yourself, okay, they're moving in here. I like the company. I think it's cheap now. I can move in. So as you can see, as an investor for the long term and a trader for the short term, Fundamental analysis is great, but for 90% of us, technical analysis is going to be the most useful tool for us, right? So that's the end of that, right? I hope that made sense. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. Jump in the Discord. Send me a message like, hey, your last episode, can you just explain that a little bit more? And I will talk to you and we will explain it, right? I'll even go on live and show you what I'm talking about. This is just my own personal opinion so far. Now, this past week, I entered into McCormick & Company, MKC. I put it on my watch list, and I put it on the newsletter I released on the 1st of July this month. In the newsletter, I talked about why I liked it, where I wanted to enter, where I wanted to exit, price targets, all of that, all of those things. But I entered into MKC at 88.90, right? 88.90 a share. And I also entered into Uber last week at $51.35 
the share. Again, I explained this on the newsletter why I like those two companies. I also closed my position in RAMP, R-A-M-P. I entered that trade a couple weeks ago at $42.77 a share, and I exit at $46.31 a share. Right, That's about a 5-6% gain, just what I planned. Now, that's the most recent activity, and that's it for this episode. Join the Discord if you want to keep up with all my activities kind of to the minute. If you don't want to wait till the next episode to hear about it, join the Discord at marketadventures.co slash community. That's marketadventures.co slash community. I'll see you Monday. This has been your host, Alex Cunningham, saying be well and remember. As you begin searching for answers to life's challenges, don't seek security. Seek adventure.